0: and we are live what's everyone welcome back to another edition of respect the craft this is episode number 63 and i'm joined by iron fist himself joe Bullrog. good evening how's it going
1: joe? Uh, i mean you know everything everything is actually going quite well i mean you know since my last match um My hand is doing a lot better. Um, You know, a lot of people don't understand that I actually wrestled that match with uh, two broken fingers. Um, Yeah. Uh, Again, look, listen, I'm not taking anything away from Ash. Ash is a great competitor. He came in, guns are blazing. He, he, He deserved that win. I'm not taking anything from him. But at the same time, if you actually look back at that match, you will see that I only threw two strikes. And that's not something that the IF is does. So okay,
0: definitely, we'll be getting yeah. into that a little bit because we're definitely going to be talking a lot about your current matches going on. A lot to talk about your career right now. But before yes, we get into that, I got to ask you the question. I ask everyone that comes on the mm-hmm. podcast. You heard the name of the podcast, Respect the of Craft. Course. So when you heard when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean to you?
1: Well, for me, it, it goes a little bit deeper for me. For me, the craft is not only what you do inside of the ring. It's not only what you do outside of the ring. It's what you do every day. Okay. You got to understand your craft is who you are. You understand? It's what you do. It's what you make life. And it's what life makes of you. You know, um, the things that you go through in life, uh, the ups and downs, the struggles, the, the you know, all, all of the things that pretty much make you a man or make you a woman, that to me is the craft, you know, um, getting up every day, the grind, you know, um, knowing that, you know, wrestling may not pay all the bills right then and there. So, you know, you gotta go out there and, you know, get yourself a nine to five, as they say. Um, but also the things that you do in the ring, you know, the, 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 the study and the training, you know, the daily bumps, you know, running the ropes and, drills and everything so everything everything that you do in life to me would be the craft you know
0: got you there you go but that that also leads me now to ask again you talked about all that commitment to the craft as well what was the the factor that sadly made you have to step away because again what we've talked about it even at project you've just recently had your first few matches back after six years away
1: yeah Um, yeah, uh, for me, um, and I was actually watching the podcast that you had with, uh, the Blood Brothers not too long ago, and Max Mercy had hit the nail right on the head. Um, sometimes people go through personal stuff. Um, for me, uh, I had a lot of family, you know, uh, personal family issues, my wife. Um, then on top of that, uh, I did actually have, uh, an injury myself that Mm -hmm. I, did not take as seriously as I should have. And I kind of rushed it and came back sooner than I wanted to. And it forced me to go back out longer than I should have been going. So for me, it's been a mixture of a couple of different things. Um, but nevertheless, while I was out and, you know, while I was away, don't think for one second that I haven't been paying attention to what my brother's and my nemesis is, has been doing in the ring.
0: I was going to ask were you still again I can imagine oh, it's difficult oh, to want to watch when you're not able to be a part of it but did you keep your eyes on the indie scene and watching like
1: I what never was going on? I never stopped I never stopped watching the indie scene. First off that's one thing about me whether I'm in wrestling or whether I'm not I'm never I never stop watching wrestling, right? No, I'm no. always studying, I'm always watching I, I always for me I always want to see my brother's prosper. You know, so anybody that I grew up, you know, wrestling with, oh, hey, that's my guy. Um, Anybody that I grew up watching wrestling with, you know, grew up in the ring with, hell, went to training with. Um, I always, always want the best for them. I always want them to reach the highest of highs, you know. So, yeah, of course I was watching these guys do what they do in the ring, even though I wasn't away. I mean, and hell even while I wasn't away and while I was watching it made me want to get back in the ring even more hell I I remember a couple of months before I actually got back in the ring and actually had my first match I was um in the in my living room shadow wrestling um you know i cuz i got that itch shoot you catch me around my job throwing punches at people trying to chop somebody you know cuz it's in my blood, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's just, I've been around wrestling now for over 15 years. So it's like, it's pretty much who I am at this point. It's
0: it's second nature when it comes to everything.
1: Pretty much, man.
0: Pretty much. You see, like, and throwing out that challenge already. Damn, we haven't started the podcast
1: yet. You see, and this is another, look, this is another thing that a lot of people seem to not understand. Like, I know, I've been away for a while, but a lot of people know who I am. And a lot of people actually want to get in the ring with your boy because they know I can go like, you know, and not for nothing. I bring on all, all comers, all challenges. I, I ain't afraid of nobody. Uh, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I ain't, look, we all bleed the same blood, brother. You know what I'm saying? So let's get in the ring and let, let, let's dance, you know, but just know I promise you it's going to be a slow jam. There you
0: go. But let's get into it now. Let's let's ask that question now. What was it that brought you back in? Because again, it's it's six years. Six years isn't a short time either. I get the itch comes, but it's like that thought has to come in your head. Like,
1: do much, I still want to do this? As much as I hate to want to say this, um, but a close friend, enemy, frenemy <laughs> of mine, <laughs> actually invited me to one of the shows at the project. And that person's name is the absolute Chris Cage. Okay, He hit me up, he said, look, brother, I got something going. I think you might, you know. So he invited me to come out to watch the show one day. And I came, the first ever show y'all had, I was there. I was there, I I watched it all, I was there. And literally, while sitting there in the crowd and watching, the blood started boiling. Hands started tightening up, you know. Flexing started going on, you know me sitting there bouncing around, and, and oh man, like I can't sit back and it is and so that's pretty much what it was. It was it was an invitation to a show, okay. and it pretty much woke me up on the inside and was like, "Look, bro, it's time to get back it's in." That's pretty that's, much
0: why. That's kind of right. That's perfect poetry right there because it's it's crazy to think you were at our first show, which was Project Cone named Genesis. Yes, and sir. Then. Not even a few months later, this happens, and we're at Fallout, and the yep. match is announced. You're a part you, of the Hot you, Star Scramble. So, again, and right there, you have guys that you know very well. You got Superstar Whiplash. You got, yes, sir. You yes, got sir. Nino Cruz. Yes, then later sir. on the night, we find out TJ Marconi is involved as well, Chris Cage. and But how did that feel for you getting back in that
1: ring after you know, six years? It, It felt a little bittersweet for me because uh, once again, uh, I felt like, you know, a friend was throwing me a bone and in a sense, I feel like he was, but at the same time, I kind of felt like you was using me as a prop or a stepping stone for your, you know, bigger business that you are attending to right now. And to me, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm nobody's stepping stone. Like I, I, I jump in that ring and I give it my all, my 100% every time I step in the ring. So for me to have that feeling that I was just used to let this man come in and do what he do, yeah, nah, it didn't really sit well with me. But again, you know, I, it's my first time coming back, you know, so I really couldn't say much. I, You know, I, I ate it, threw it under the rug pretty much. It's the business, you know. Sometimes you get thrown a bone like that. And sometimes that bone really isn't the bone that you want. But, hey, beggars can't be choosers at the same time, right?
0: Definitely not. But, again, even seeing that, and, again, I've told all the competitors, most of that have been in it, to me it was great just being a part of – that was the first match I got to call. So oh, your first man. match back was my first match I ever got to call in commentary. Come on, redhead Ray,
1: man, stop it, baby. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, Ray, man, you're making me feel too good now, man. Hey, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't be doing me like this, redhead. Come <laughs> on, baby. Come on. Hey, I appreciate that my match was your first commentary match, and I, it means a lot to me, not for nothing. Because not for nothing, Ray, your commentary is great, bro. you you do you, you doing good things, and you're going in the right direction. Trust and believe. Hey, Thank if you. AJ Orsini is telling you to keep doing what you do, bro, trust me. Keep doing what you do. Um, you, but yeah, I'm, really I'm, I'm, I'm very humbled that Um, I'm always humble. No matter the outcome, I'm always humble for any opportunity that I can get in the ring and perform in front of any people, whether it's five people, 10, 20, it doesn't matter. For me, I'm always humbled and and forever grateful and appreciative for me to be able to step foot in the ring.
0: Hey, but from that match, again, you impressed the right people because after that show, the graphic came out, you're officially now a part of the project. With that being said... After the show, I got to talk to Astro post-match comments, and he issued the challenge, so we get to Exodus. Yeah. We get to Exodus, yeah. and it's going to be you versus Astro, which just happened less yes. than two weeks ago, which, guys, if you haven't, go check out that show. Full show's right show is available right now on Whole both show. YouTube and IWTV. Go check it out. Go see that match, because, again, I also got to call that match. And like yes. I said on commentary, again, six years away, and not just because you're on the show, but you haven't missed the
1: stuff. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, I've actually had a lot of people tell me that, and, and to me, that that is that's a big that's a big thing for me because for me to be away as much as I have been away, and to get back in the ring and it looked like I never left, that means I'm doing something right. Um, of course, you know it doesn't matter who you are; you could be the biggest name in the wrestling world. Um, you still got a lot to learn you know nobody's perfect no matter what you do you still got to always get in that that gym and, and train and perfect that craft so um i'm grateful that you know people think that i haven't missed a step but trust and believe me being going for six years I, i've missed a couple of steps here and there um,
0: yeah i can definitely imagine again <laughs> so us on the on the outside especially from us at the commentary booth
2: That's we're right. calling what we see take so
1: no, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to. Do you rather have a girl?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, for, for <laughs> sorry um, about that. that so, for sorry it. about
1: that. That was my boss talking to me about my people. Anyway, I'm at work. If you people didn't realize, sorry. Wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Sorry, UPS. Yeah, I, oh, you yeah. know. So. Yeah, hey, that's, I that's
0: respect it. there to the craft, right there. He's oh he's uh, the Yeah, hey, look
1: again. You gotta respect the craft, you know. Even while talking about wrestling, uh, I still got to get my job done. So, hey, um, nevertheless, well, we though, we um, got also
0: on the chat. We got Ray in the chat
1: saying, "Yeah, way. Big Sam. Hey, man, that's my brother from another mother, bro. Ain't nothing, bro. Same old, same old. You know, we got to link up, bro." like how we used to, you know. Absolutely definitely. Here we go. We got a great match there
0: from Antonello. There you go. Hey, yeah, she thank saw the you. match. She was right there in person. She got to yeah, see. Yeah, she it. was.
1: Hey, hey you know, I appreciate her too. Not for nothing, man. Hey, I appreciate everybody at the project. Not for nothing, man. I mean, really. Um, I've been shown nothing but respect there. Um, nothing but class. Uh, the people are great. I really have nothing bad to say about the project. I mean, of course, you know, you got your wrestlers that's doing a BS here and there, you know, TJ Macaroni. I ain't gonna say nothing, else. but um, you know. Other than that, overall, you know, the project is great. Um, no, I've no. had a blast so far. I mean, win loss record, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm not really there for the wins and losses. I'm just there to knock people out. Simple. Hey, um, and that's that's
0: what I'm looking forward to see. Because again, I, I was saying, hey, was pushed, trust
1: and believe, brother. Look, let me tell you something. Look, listen. I I do took I don't took the splints off my fingers. All right, they still a little bit swollen, still a little bit, but trust and believe. Come the next show, I will be 100%. And trust me, you will see these fists flying like nobody's business. Promise you.
0: That's what we hope to see. That night, again, I don't know if Astro knew, but he made sure to move out of the way, and you hit that that Yeah, and That's not going to be any more favors. Yeah, you know,
1: not for nothing, I thought that was going to set me back, because that was actually the hand that I broke the fingers with that I actually threw. why i i guess you know in my subconscious is just you know throw them punches when you got the chance and that's what i did he moved at the right time the exact right time and i hit the post yes i did um it could have it could have been a lot detrimental a lot more detrimental to my hands thank god it wasn't um but yeah that was that was a close call right there it was
0: yeah, uh, there you go. I, I definitely saw on commentary, I don't know if it was that he moved, did he push you into it? I don't
1: no, know. he didn't He didn't push me. No, he, he he was smart. He got out of the way just in the nick of time. He didn't push me, no. Uh,
0: okay, okay. Again, <laughs> I, I'm just saying what I saw from my from manager's my point. Kind I of looked like he pushed you. I don't know. How no, wants to say otherwise.
1: Uh, hey, uh, look, listen. At the moment in time, he probably did, and I didn't feel it. I didn't notice it. All I know was I was going to knock his head off. And by the time my fist got there, his head was gone. So I don't okay. I don't know.
0: There you go. Maybe he was smart enough to get out of there because if not, that was it. I could have been yeah, he, he
1: saw he knew what was coming, he seen the setup, he, he and he moved at the exact right moment. So kudos to him on that. Because if he wouldn't have miss, if, if he was not have moved, I wouldn't have missed. And we probably would be talking about a different kind of conversation right about that.
0: Right, there you go. <laughs> But now, again, we're on that road to Summer Clash, hopefully seeing what you'll be doing there soon. But there's another match. Before we get to Summer Clash and talking about your future here, I want to talk one more match at Exodus because this isn't your first time on the podcast. A little while ago, I had a little bit of a a debate on here because we wanted to preview Cage versus Whiplash, the first time ever between the Zoltan, and we got – we got your thoughts on it. You came on Ray. and jumped in.
1: Redhead Ray. Redhead. You starting something right now.
0: Hey, I'm just asking the questions again. I all right, neutral. so you want to know my Still thoughts night on night
1: this night. match, right?
0: I do, I do. I want to hear your thoughts because, again, okay. you, you gave us your uh, match thoughts. Now I want to hear your I'm
1: going to be 100% honest about this, all right? I love the match, and then I hated it. And the reason why I hated it was because I felt like it wasn't a clear-cut match. It wasn't a clear-cut win. I felt like Cage cheated in my book um, to get that win. Because let's be realistic. What other reason was TJ out there for? Hey, TJ just wanted to watch the match. Nah, 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 Ray. Nah, Ray. We're not going to do that one, Ray. We're not going to do that one. First off, if I'm correct, when words were spoken on the last podcast, it was said that nobody was going to be at ringside, right?
0: This, this, is true. this is true.
1: This is true, right? Okay, then. So if nobody was going to be at ringside, Ray, why didn't okay. Macaroni pull up?
0: Again, like I said, I think TJ just wanted a better site. He was in the backstage area. He just wanted to, he wanted oh, to be better. Oh,
1: Ray, Ray, we going to do this, Ray? Hey, we're going to play this both sides of the fish thing, Ray. Hey, Ray, man. He didn't man. He didn't nah, Ray, 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 you even just said it yourself that these guys spoke about it. And they said nobody because, hell, even Sam said that he could have pulled up. We could have. That door was
0: open. Okay. For anyone in the boat. But he
1: wanted it to be between them two. You understand what I'm saying? And again, look, listen, I got history with these guys. Literally history. I can bring it all up literally right here if you want to. There's been days Mike has slept in my crib. And not saying that he needed a place to sleep, but because you know we done got wasted. You know what I'm saying? Cage too. Mike, uh, Sam too, Max too. Like these are, we've been around each other for years. Like, like I literally consider these guys as my brothers. So when I hear two brothers make an agreement like this, and then the C TJ walks his tall, doofy ass out there. I'm sorry, I couldn't respect that. I really hey, couldn't that respect you,
0: that. I, like I said, to me, from what I saw, TJ didn't strike. TJ never. It doesn't attacked. matter if he no struck.
1: It, hey, Ray, it don't matter if he struck, Ray. The simple fact that he came out distracted whiplash alone. Come on now. You, you know. Come on now, you know. Most managers, most real good managers, right? And I'm not saying TJ's a manager, but let's be realistic. Most good managers ain't even really gotta do much, they just gotta look at you at a certain point in time to really get you off your game. I got it. So hey, maybe he didn't do anything physically, but you showing out there physically threw Mike off his game. Because now he's sitting there and thinking, Yo, now I really gotta watch my back. Because what is this dude doing out here? And then on top of that, then the man come out there with a chair. Hey, just wanted to see. Oh, he just wanted to seat, We're, Ray. He had
0: a stacked crowd. It was Ray. So bad.
1: Ray, Ray. tell me it it that running. ain't intimidation at its finest.
0: Hey. You walking
1: out there with a chick, first off, you like seven feet, right? We're not even really, I don't even really know how tall the man <laughs> is, but I'm gonna say he's about six and some change.
0: No,
1: you already tall enough. You tall just walking out alone would be intimidation for somebody, right? But no, now you got to walk out there with a chair and make it seem like you about to do something. I ain't going to lie. If that was me, if that was me, I would have just jumped out there and just slapped O.T.J. right in his face. Because again, like I said, if me and my brother made an agreement that this is going to be a one-on, nobody included, nobody come out, nobody interfere in any type of way, shape, or form, and I see you pulling out, Oh, all bets is off, bro.
0: Hey, but again, like I said, TJ aside, side. Whiplash still had a little bit of an advantage when that was happening. He he had the offense on it. So, again, Look, match was clean And was I get, that. As and I get that,
1: Ray. Ray, and I get that. But at the same time, at the same time, when you now have to sit there and factor in somebody else on yeah. the outside, yeah, and I, I'm glad he showed up. Hey, what's going on, Cage? Hey, do me a favor, brother. What, what, what's up with that whole TJ coming out at the end and shit like that, bro? What's up with that?
2: I came on to do a couple of how you doing, Joe? First of all, how you doing, brother? You doing all right? I'm the right, brother, and yourself. I'm doing good. I'm pretty good. you you looking weekend. good? You looking like money over there? You know what I'm saying? Looking like money over there. I know. I try.
1: Okay.
2: I came on to uh, do a little fact checking with you. Unfortunately, though. Because really? I'm letting things go. I got the word that Joe was talking a little bit of hot mess out here, and I had to come through to clear a couple of things up. First okay, of- so
1: lo- le- le- let's clear this up then. What's up? Let's
2: clear this up. Brother, first of all, you want to talk about T.J. Marconi coming out to the ring. You want to talk about mm-hmm. how he was going to be involved. And I said it on the show. You want to go back. Let's really go back and let's talk about what was actually said. What was said and what was promised was that nobody – was gonna get involved in this matchup. And last I checked, last I watched the tape, nobody got. Tell him, Ray. I said it. No was no wrong. No. Okay. Let's all
1: right. All right. Wait. Wait. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Wait. Wait. First off, there was it was said that nobody would get involved, and it was also said that nobody would come down the ringside too. Was it not?
2: I don't remember that. I can neither de- deny nor confirm if that hey, was said. Hey, what you sipping on over there, brother? Being wait, hey, what
1: you what you what you sipping on over there, brother? I,
2: it's one of Cage's blends. You know exactly what my stuff I, is all about, I, baby. I, I know. I, I <laughs> do. I do. <laughs> I do.
1: Hey, hey, what I'm saying, though, is you might want to put that cup down right now, brother, because you probably had one too many. Actually, I'm,
2: I'm, you, I'm just getting started. We've only <coughs> just begun. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Listen. You want to talk about T.J. Marconi coming down to the ring? I was going to let it go, but I can't let you talk about the boss a little bit too much, running them off a little bit. The boss came down just like the representative of Team Cage, Raymond Sanchez, just said. He came down just to get a better perspective on the action and see what was going on and to make sure there was no funny business going on. You know what I'm talking about? That's number one. Hey, hold on.
1: Wait. T for T- oh, time out. Hold on. Right? Let's backtrack real quick. Let's backtrack. Ray, you, you the representator? This hey,
0: when? You didn't hear my commentary. You be listening. I made you
2: obviously wasn't listening to the commentary because Kane. And- Team Cage was going strong that night. I know leading up to the show, it was looking like Whiplash had a lot of the support going into the action, but when we got down to the nitty-gritty and we were there live in a living color, I saw the Ks flying all over the crowd, baby. I heard Raymond Sanchez at ringside. I heard him even start to sway Alphonse Stevens. You know what I'm saying? Alphonse likes to play both sides of the fence. He likes to pretend for the social media crowd, but I know Alphonse is Team Cage all the way, and so is Ray Sanchez. Tell him, Ray. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: I said it on commentary, but again, getting back to the matchup, like I said, especially from my angle, no strike was thrown by T.J. He just wanted a front row seat because that was that was a hot match.
1: And you thought that's okay, and that's okay with you, Ray. That's okay.
0: Again, as long as that's okay, knowing
1: knowing that these two guys are arguing because of this one person right here, that's okay for him to just come down with a chair, mind you, and sit there front row. That that's okay.
0: Hey, again, as long as no, no, well, you know strong, what, if not?
1: that's OK, well, then I, I would like to throw something out there then if that's OK, because hey. uh, like how I said to Ray, I'm going to say to you, Cage, if that was me, it wouldn't have went down like that, brother. <laughs> Come on, baby. Hey, we, you can we, laugh all <laughs> you want to. But hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey, how many years have we known each other? 14 years to be exact, my friend. How many How many Three times have we seven, stepped in the ring against each other?
2: And we have never stepped into the ring, especially in, in a one-on-one confrontation with each other. But I'm glad you brought that up. Because had that ever been the case, and had that ever been the opportunity, had it ever gone down to 2KW Pro, wherever, you should know that the result was going to be very similar to the result of many of the guys that have tried to come and silence this Barker that I got over here. You know what I'm saying? It's been going on for 20 years. People have been trying to shut me up. People have been trying to stop my trash talk. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. No, no, wait, hold on. Let me tell you the problem. The problem is exactly what you just mentioned earlier before I got on here. A lot of people forget There's a lot of people walking around this wrestling world that still got those stripes, that still got that name value, that still got that respect because this person right here doesn't let their legacy die. For years and years, while Joe Bullrog was out dealing with the family business, there was one man that was always in his ear telling him that I believed in him. There was one man that always was telling him that I believed he had the magic still inside to come back and be somebody who was that man? The man that brought of the project. He said it. You said it. I didn't say it. You said it. Absolutely. I ain't got
1: no hey, I ain't got no problem. Hey, look, listen.
2: I is enjoying the run he's enjoying at Project Codename Wrestling. Yeah, you got guys salivating at the chance to get in the ring with Joe Bullrock because they know the athlete that he is. They know the performer that he is. They know what he could be in this business. And there is nobody that has studied it. And there is nobody that knows it inside and out. Better than
1: me. So is that the reason why you never had that one-on-one with me, Cage? Because you know just how dangerous I really am in that ring? i Am out the booker, baby? I'm not the guy. Oh, but you was the guy that brought me in, though, right? So you can be the guy that makes the magic happen. So I mean,
2: I may have some fingers on the strings, but I'm not the one that makes
1: the final call. Hey, well, you know what? Pull them strings, brother. Tell me what you want to do. <laughs> because this could be a one-on, or this could be a tag. This could be a whatever tag. you want it to be, baby. A tag. Oh, yeah, a tag. And who would tag with you? <laughs> Come on. Who would tag with me? Come on. Oh, well, see, hey, look, listen, bro. I can easily go and call a certain superstar and uh, he'll gladly answer that phone. Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: I don't know if you've been living under a rock for the past two weeks, brother. Oh, no, no,
1: no. I've seen you guys. But you think that that means something? You think that he's still A and okay with you and TJ? How about this? How about this? Me and Mike against you and whoever you want. It could be TJ, it could be anybody else. <laughs> First of all, uh.
2: Not that I have to prove myself again to the Brother Superstar, but the Brother Superstar already knows after what happened at Exodus who the number one is when it comes to the Z. That's number one. So we don't want to go down and open up that can of worms. If I had the opportunity, I could beat Whiplash again. He knows this. Come on. We've, you know.
1: Hey, so so stop talking. talking, Stop talking and put your money where your mouth is, player.
2: I don't really think you want this, Joe. It's one of those things where you may think you want it, but you I've wanted sure this. You I've for.
1: wanted this for 10 plus years, Cage. Ten plus years. You make it happen. Anybody, you made, I it happen that, you made it happen that I got back to the project, you made it happen that I got back into wrestling. I know you can make this happen First
2: anybody
1: of all, you want.
2: First of all, you're welcome. Second of all, if that's the case, you do understand that I don't want to hear no cry. If it turns out to be the big man, TJ himself, I don't want to hear no crying. If it turns
1: I out to be
2: anybody I want, and I got to tell you right now, brother, I think you better be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. You said it. I do know how to pull those strings. You don't want me to pull those strings. I'm going to give yes, you the chance I gave yes, you have the opportunity to take back what you said because I don't think I ain't taking back,
1: back nothing. Cage, you should know me better than that. I don't take back anything that come out this mouth, brother. So make the match. You're my witness, Ray.
0: Hey, I'm, I'm hearing it again. make it. Everyone's here later right on.
2: Now. Later on, when they come on your podcast and they're all crying, I don't want to hear nothing. You remind Cry. them about
1: you Cry. remind them about this night. You understand? <laughs> That's great, that's good You know what? Crying
2: You know what? Crying Obviously obviously, I came on here to show support To the Joe To the Iron Fist You know what I'm saying? He's over here making challenges He's over here like Trying to flip the script on me Like I said You don't want what you, you You just said it You don't want it I'm letting you know right now You threw it on the table You know Pick it up Keep your ears onto the ground Keep your ears on the streets You never know what happens
1: Pick it up Pick I it threw it up. on All the right. table, accept it. Right.
2: All right. You know what, Ray? I'll let you get on with your interview. Cage out.
0: Thank you, Cage. Have a good one, brother. And there we go. You're back to two. And uh wow. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That was see, a
1: lot. we have a love hate relationship.
0: I can see. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> but this has been ongoing for a while, man. Okay. And I've been hearing. You know, people saying, you know, oh, you know, this and that, and you know, Cage is ducking you and and the match won't happen because of this. Trust, I've done heard so many things. I don't believe Cage is ducking me. I just believe things just didn't happen. I believe that, yes, we've been we've been around each other for so long and it just never happened. And I always wonder why. I've gotten in the ring with every other member of the GOAT, except for Cage. I've gotten in there plenty of times with Whiplash, plenty of times with Rays, plenty of times with Max. But never, you even heard it yourself, never with Cage. Why All right. is that?
0: All right, maybe, maybe. Now let's be it's, realistic. We talking vibe. about the man
1: right here, right? We talking about the tooth, the absolute. Yeah. You even, you even heard him say it yourself. He studied me. He watched me. He you know in and out. And he know that he's a loud mouth. And he know what I love to do more than anything is shut a loud a mouth. mouth. Wow. Okay.
0: There you go.
1: So, so make the match, Cage. Matches is, match
0: is thrown out. Here we go. Ray's even commenting on it right there. Joe and Whiplash versus Cage. I I can't wait to see it hopefully yes. happen. Hopefully. It happens down at the project. Hopefully, maybe maybe some summertime plans can happen. Again,
1: hey, look listen,
0: is open. I don't know. Look,
1: listen. Look, listen. Okay. I know for a fact that Mike is not 100% okay with that win, especially knowing that TJ pulled out the way they did, knowing that nobody was supposed to come out. So trust me. I know he got something inside of him. And let's be realistic, he may not have anything against Cage. But you telling me he ain't still got some kind of beef with TJ. Hey again, I'm gonna
0: we're gonna have to see
1: even if he don't. I'll take all three of them on by myself if I have to. I don't care. I'm I look, I just wanna fight. All right. There you go. That's
0: why they call you Iron Fist for a reason. But let me make sure I get this comment in because I I left out AJ earlier. AJ said, made the joke here. He didn't sleep on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess AJ wants to spend a night on your couch, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, AJ. AJ know he's more than welcome to sleep on my couch. For day. <laughs> me and OCD C D. Me and OCD been through some weird, Oh, CD, know that trip to Texas. Oh, CD, know about that trip to Texas. Okay, he, he know what I'm talking about. Okay, where we almost died a couple of times. Okay, you well, know what? I'm that's talking
0: gonna about. be a off the air story that I, I want to hear. Right
1: there. Oh yeah, so, trust um, me, that's that's an off the air story. Man. I'll tell you. Oh man, that's one of those. What? Yeah, if you live to tell it, yeah, you know you're like this for life. You
0: know. Oh, there you go. But let's let's get back into that because again, we've seen here. Family affair kind of going down because even that you were you were an honorary member of the goat you almost a month back at NAx you stepped up you you teamed up with the goat there so again yeah. that that goes but let's let's keep talking about it now now that you're on this run again you're back in you're getting that ring that that ring that foot in the ring again how has it been for you getting that in and what is it that now what are you looking to do with this run what is it that you have in mind? when you're going around now again and getting to face guys that you've shared the road with for years. now.
1: Yeah, for me, um, it's, it's kind of like it's new all over again in a sense. I mean, of course, you know, especially, you know, the guys that you wrestled and the guys that you've been, you know, shared locker rooms with and stuff like that. Of course, you know, the friendship and you know, everything comes back. Of course, you know, I bring that fire Sam. um, but, uh, you know, of course, all of that comes back and it's like new and it's like nothing. But for me, um, I don't know. It just, it just felt it felt it felt like the first time for me. And and mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing. You know, uh, the nerves came back, of course, you know, adrenaline. Um, but for me, uh, this run is to solidify that I'm back and I'm going to be better than I was before. Uh, So I'm going to try and get around to as many places that will accept me, as many places that will have me, uh, as many places that will allow me to knock people out. um, And I will do my damnedest to make good on those promises. Um, But yeah, for me, everything right now, it's like, it's like I'm a kid in a candy store right now. Everything is just like, it's beautiful. It's like, it's the way that it should be for every wrestler, no matter how long you've been in the business, you know, every time you step into a locker room, it should always feel the same, you know, it it should always feel fun. It should always feel like home, you know, uh, it should always feel welcoming. Um, And again, that has a lot to do with not only you, but it has a lot to do with the locker room that you're going into, you know, um, the wrestlers that's gonna be in that locker room, you know, their personalities and, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, so for me it's just uh, a matter of I- I've always been the type of person I've adjusted well to no matter where I've gone. Uh so even if I felt like it was like a-, a hostile environment, um, you know, I've always learned to maneuver my way around, you know. Um, but for the most part, and even back before I stopped, uh, for the most part, every company that I've ever gone to, they've, you know, treated me with class and respect. So for me, that's pretty much the most part of it. You know, just um Getting back into it and, and and loving it again, you know, um, loving it like you've never loved it before.
0: There you go. But I gotta ask you, said you, you, nailed it right there to to lead into my next question. What was it that brought you in that made you fall in love with wrestling? Even before <laughs> the before the break happened, before all of that, what was okay? It that brought you in that made you like?
1: Um, I need to like do this. like like initially like what? Like it, first what first, made you, you want
0: to get into wrestling as well? Like what made my great grandmother.
1: Like, my okay. great grandmother, God rest her soul. My great grandmother. Um, a lot of people don't know this, and um, I actually had had to fact check it myself because I didn't believe it myself. But my great grandmother, uh, is actually related to WWE Hall of Famer Tatanka.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: Yeah, and um, my great grandmother sat me down in front of a TV at the age of two, and she turned on T you know the TV, and at the time it was uh it was wrestling, it was you know WWE. Um. And I think it was a, uh, I think it was Saturday Night Live, um, I believe it was, and the first ever wrestler that I saw that really took my breath away and really made me was the Macho Man Randy Savage. You know the whole year and getting the psychedelic yeah, and you everything like that. Everything you say, you know, yeah, yeah you gotta talk like this, but then you gotta get real high like that, yeah. You understand what I'm saying to you, yeah? It's a little bit mad, yeah. Oh, Dig it. When I saw that colorful character, Damn. and it, it, it was it. That was it for me. It was pretty much it um I and I'm not even gonna lie I also have to give credit to this one wrestler that a lot of people may not want to give credit to hell I even don't really want to give credit to the damn wrestler but when I was playing WWE uh well excuse me WWF Wrestlemania 2000 you know for the Nintendo 64 um Ahmed Johnson I don't know why but the way the guy looked he just looked like a total badass like he was just mad buff and you know um later on he you know he started wearing some real crazy ass shit and you know some of the stuff that he was saying was eh. but at the time um just to see a black guy big buff black guy in the wwf at that time it was it was surreal to me you know um and so it kind of gave me hope Booker T, also another one, Ron Simmons, um, you know, greatly Ron Simmons. Um, but those guys pretty much were the ones that pretty much solidified me turning into a wrestler. Hell, I remember back when I was in junior high school, I used to be going to recess, acting like I was the rock. <laughs> Certain recesses. Hell, other recesses, it was me and a Spanish kid. We was uh, 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 the Dudley boys. I was Devon, He was Bubba. Used to push me around all the time, telling me, d get the tables, you know. Like, so, uh, hell, even when I went to high school I uh, and I was playing football, whenever I scored a touchdown, you know, i do the rock. Act like I was smelling what the rock was cooking, you know. Um, so it, it's been influenced on me heavily from a very, very early age. And it just never left. And once I got a chance to actually do it, so said, why not? So, so let's, much
0: there you go. So I got to ask, what was it that finally made you step into that ring? Because again, it's uh-huh. one thing to have that love for it, make it be like, again, it's part of your
1: life. Just but- seeing it, just seeing the ring, literally, literally going to a gym for the first time and actually being able to actually step in the ring. Yeah. That's what did it for me. Just seeing an actual ring. Because, again, like, you know, you do you, you you backyard stuff here and there, but that's nothing. You know, once you actually go to an actual gym, you know, and you're actually able to learn, you know, the real way, you know, from real pros and stuff. Yeah, that was pretty much it for me. I was like, hell yeah, why not? Like, you know, I got the opportunity of doing something that I actually love to do. Why the hell not do it? Uh, I'd be stupid not to.
0: And there you go and again. Now, like you said, the rest is history.
1: Yeah, now, pretty back much.
0: At it years later, close to, like you said earlier, it's 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 close to two decades now. In
1: this yeah, decade. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. I've learned a lot, and trust me, there's still a lot more for me to learn. And I, I'm all for it. I'm like a sponge at this point. I'm soaking it all in.
0: All right, there you go. So, I got to ask you again. This is a question I usually like to ask, especially when people have been in the business for so long or at least around it as well. For you, what's been the biggest difference you've seen through that evolution now in wrestling?
1: Well, for me, um, what has changed a lot? Um, a lot of high flying now, more. Um, which to me, I, don't get me wrong, I have nothing against high flyers. Hell, you see, I'll jump out of the ring my damn self um yeah. but to me it seems like it's a lot more high flying and it's a lot more strike based um now too uh, a lot more so than it was back then i know um hell back when i actually first first got into the game it was very rare to have you know a mixed breed it, not you know of course you got your mixed martial artists and stuff like that you know, and you know but As far as, like, a purebred boxer, you know, turning into a wrestler or something like that, it it was damn near unheard of. Um, Now, if you look at a lot of wrestling now, you look at a lot of the moves that they do, it's a lot strike-based. You know, you're getting a lot of forearms, a lot of chops, a lot of knees, a lot of super kicks, you know, insecurities, you know, shining wizards. You know, hell, you got Eddie Kingston doing a spinning back fist. You know, you got Jericho with his Judas effect. Um, So, you know, you're getting a lot more strike base, which to me uh, is a good thing. Because to me, uh, wrestling shouldn't just only be about throwing somebody down to the mat. You know, uh, what if you can't throw the man down to the mat? Then what?
0: Uh, I can imagine for you, that's definitely got to be something. Because that's now showcasing the style you like to do in that ring as well. So I got to yes, ask you with that was was boxing a thing for you? Cuz again, we see those fists in that ring. Yes,
1: actually it was um back in the day. Uh it it's very touching for me to talk about because I was actually a couple of fights away from getting my golden gloves and I got into a really bad accident. Um so that really took me away from it um because I had Messed up my nose to the point where the doctor had told me that at that time, if I would have gotten hit in my nose again, that pretty much that pretty much could have been my life. Not just my career, but that could have been my life. So I really, really because I'm not going to lie. um, I didn't really know of anybody around where I grew up at that knew anything about wrestling. Okay. So. As much as it was my passion, I didn't know anybody that knew how to get into it. But I knew a lot of people that knew how to get in the boxing and you know. Yeah. So I was like, hey, why not? You know, I can make money off of it. I, you know, I had a great couple of people that was like, you know, this could be your calling. And I, I did it. And I was I was good at it. I'm not even gonna lie, I was I was great. And I was two matches away from going for, for from fighting for my golden gloves. So um it, it it was it was there for me. Um, but like I said, I got into a really bad accident. Um which literally shattered my nose um so i uh and it's crazy because uh two months after the it, after the accident happened i actually went back to the gym to try and spa to try and train and my trainer had told me he was like look listen um we don't think that's that's possible so i was like look just let me get in the ring i said let me get in the ring with your worst person we just fought with the man for five minutes if i can spar with him for five minutes then you know you give me a chance yeah he said all right cool so we got in there and i kid you not i i would say i lasted about a good two minutes and i went to go throw a left hook he ducked and he caught me with a jab i thought i was out for 10 seconds i was actually out for two minutes trainer throwing the sniff and salts all up under my nose and everything all nothing. Um so yeah it was once I came to the trainer looked at me and was just like just shook his head. I already knew what it was from then. So after that I had took a good hiatus from everything because I used to play a lot. I used to play all sports. I was I was pretty much a jack of all trades. I would never just do one thing. I played basketball, football, baseball even um so, you know, I I jumped around and I took a hiatus from all sports. I didn't want to do anything. And one day uh, I got hit up from somebody. I, I don't even remember exactly how it happened, but they started talking about backyard wrestling and so on and so forth. So I tried that for a little bit. And next thing you know, 2KW came along. And next thing you know, I went pro. <laughs> so
0: right, There you go. But again, maybe that's, Again, I guess life does throw you those curveballs, but again, I guess everything happens for a reason.
1: And now yeah, you have to
0: showcase even, again, a little bit of that influence there, that boxing style in the ring.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that not, for nothing, that's something that I love to do. Knowing that I can implement boxing in a wrestling match, yeah. is it's a beautiful thing. It, it really is, because you're showing two sides of two different sports. You, you know, you show showing wrestling, because let's be realistic. I don't care which way you put it. Wrestling is a sport. I don't care. It's a sport. Um, people, it it, it, t- it takes a lot. A lot of people think that you can just get in there and do it. No. Okay. It is real serious work. You really got to put your time in. You can't just get in there, jump in there, think that you know. No, no, no. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. Okay. Like, you really got to be dedicated to it to want to do it. So, yes, to me, it is a sport. Um. You know, and I take it very seriously. Uh, and anybody who look at me and tell me that it's not, oh, yes, I'm ready to throw books. Um hey, but there you go.
0: That's, I, I, that's true respect there, there for the crowd. Right
1: hey, look, man, there you go. got to respect it, bro. You, hey, look, if I'm respecting whatever you're doing, then I would want you to respect whatever I'm doing. Simple as that. And there you go. Okay.
0: That's, that's the uh, best way to put it. And here we go. We got the good bro Coltrane in the chat here. Uh, he missed it when you were talking about Ahmed, but he's like he better have mentioned that wonton beef stew from <laughs> –
1: that, oh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Ah. Oh, oh, yo. That's another one of those that we got to talk about often. Yep. <laughs> oh so, man, is it gonna one be those? gonna be those good? Uh, those yeah, bro. These, he, yeah. <laughs> this is one of those you got to be in the locker room to. Like <laughs> oh
0: man! But again, that's it's the great crazy. thing about, about all this, about everything. But yeah, Joe, man. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, brother. Because again, you still you're still doing you're doing all your crafts here, so I don't want to take up too much. Literally, time. literally, so, all at
1: once. I'm a jack of all trades, brother. I do it all. I can make you laugh, cry. I can do my job. I'm watching my people work. So. I'm doing it all right now. So. so
0: before I let you go, last question I gotta ask you that I ask everyone that comes on. Yes, and sir. that is for Joe Bullrog, what's the end goal?
1: The end goal for me is uh I just want people to know that I tried my hardest. You know, like at the end of the day, I just want I just want to be happy, you know, and not for nothing. Right now, I am happy. So to me, if at the end of all of this, whether I win chips, whether I become famous, like at this point in time, I'm not even looking to become famous. Like I'm just looking to enjoy life. I'm just doing what I love to do. Um, So, you know, at the end of all of it, if I'm able to win a couple of chips here, there, a couple of you know, make a couple of extra hundred dollars here and there, I'm good, I'm satisfied. Cause at the end of the day, whether I make it big or not, I'm still able to do what I love to do, and that's getting that ring and performing in front of people, and that's what I'm doing. So I'm blessed. I can't really. All
0: right, there you go. That's the best way to put it right there. And again, like you said, you're going to do something that you always had that passion for, had that love.
1: Accept then- that challenge, Cage. Accept the challenge.
0: And that's also still on the table as Since well. Since you're his
1: representative, Redhead Ray.
0: Hey, yeah. Make it happen,
1: redhead.
0: Hey, I definitely got no pull to do that, but I'll definitely see if I can talk to the right people. I know Miguel Sosa is a little, little bit on a on a good terms with me, so we'll see if we can talk to to Miguel Sosa to get that happening. Hopefully, yes, again, yes, like we said, we're on the road to August sixth. So, yes, sir. summer clash, baby. Hopefully, as summer clash, we can see it. But if not, we're definitely gonna be taking. Uh, sometime soon. But Joe, (laughs) thank you again for coming on. No problem. Thank you
1: for having me, Ray. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Definitely. Everyone watching, thank you so much for joining us here. As always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, and respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.
1: Later.